How's it going? We'd like to thank Jetty Bear Witchcrafts it's from Dallas, Texas. They make incredible bath products based on pop culture media from music, movies and TVs to video games. A main focus of theirs is on candles with pop punk and alternative themes. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Jetty Bear Witchcrafts and pick up some new pop punk candles at www.etsy.com shop slash Jetty Bear Witchcrafts and use our code JBUSPP at checkout to save 20% off your order. Thanks again to Jetty Bear Witchcrafts. Let's get back to the show. All right, guys, we're back. This is another episode. I mean, again, like, you know the drill. Like, hey, we, you're here. You're here. You know what you, the drill is. You no, did it. But if you're not, but if you don't know, welcome to another welcome episode. To another episode. Where did all my friends go? Uh, a podcast about life in the music industry. And today we had an awesome guest named Tom Higginson. He's from the Plain White Tees. Delilah, what's it like in New York City? He's got a, a band called TLB. He's got an 80s synth solo project called Million Miler. Eat one fucks. He also has a record label called Humans Were Here Records. So this dude is in it and he's in it to win it. But yeah, we talked about a lot of really good stuff. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like uh, redefining the terms of success yeah. and what it what it means to you and, and what music means to you. Uh, I think you guys are going to get a really, a really good uh, insight into, yeah. into his mind and into the way that... Uh, we, we should truly be looking at the music industry. Absolutely. And such a freaking nice guy. He's too. a really Gosh. nice guy. And like, with that, like, let's do it. Let's just do it. Welcome back to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? A podcast about life in the music industry. And if you haven't read the title of this week's episode yet, that seems like it's kind of on you, uh, but we have Tom Higginson in the studio or podcast area or Zoom or whatever the hell you want to call it, because I don't know what to fucking do here. Tom, welcome to the show, dude. Like this dude, is what is, cool. what is up, you guys? It is a pleasure and an honor to be here with you guys. This is awesome. Yeah. Thank For you. those of you guys who don't know, Tom is a founding member of the Plain White Tees. He's also a current member of TLB uh, and a solo project named Million Miler. And he's also the owner of Humans Were Here Records. Dude, that's, I mean, that's, that's like a freaking. Yeah, I, a, I have a list. problem, problem with like being like like i have to keep myself busy i'm always on the go i don't know why you know i would it'd be much easier to just slow down and enjoy life and just chill you know just reap that hey there delilah success a little bit but not, <laughs> yeah. it's like i'd rather just be on to the next thing and just constantly creating just and uh, i've also started painting also so that add that to the list i'm wow. a, I'm, a yeah. I'm an hey, artist now good. as well the, the <laughs> so yeah Pat and just I have this. Uh, Pat and I have had this joke uh, for a little bit where we'll just like text each other or call each other, and be like, you know, dude, you know how much like free time and like money we'd have if we just like didn't do music. <laughs> you know, like you know, <laughs> totally. like if we just like oh, settled for nine to five, we'd like we we could have a lot of really nice things. <laughs> we could yeah, do right? a lot with our time, and they're like, nah, it wouldn't be worth it. <laughs> I know we're just we're we're maniacs. I don't know. There's something it's, about us. It's just like yeah, when we're when you do music or you do art or you, you it's like it's not even work. So you just like I don't know. Like I yeah. have so much fun doing it all and creating that it's like I don't know when I'm not. It just feels like yeah, like oh man, like I should totally be like writing a song right now, or I should totally be like I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's just like as we get older, it's like that. And not to veer off subject this quick, but you Go know, that fear of like just mortality and just like, you know, it's almost like, you know, it's a double-edged sword where it's like, okay, we're all going to die someday. So should we be 
spending more time just like doing nothing and it relaxing and, you know, being with family and stuff, or do we spend more time like creating so that we leave something behind that so the world remembers us you know it's like that yeah. weird i guess the fine line is like yeah it's that balance somewhere somewhere yeah exactly finding the balance there so you get to just you know be live a slow enough life where you're enjoying it and you're you know relaxing like i said and spending time with family and just just doing the stuff that's important but mm-hmm. also yeah just i don't know as creatives i think we all have this whatever inner need it is to just like constantly be making things and you know telling our story or whatever it is so yeah yeah I, we're weird de- we're weirdos i definitely agree like my brain just ha- my wife can definitely attest to this my i my brain just doesn't turn off i have a hard time like i um i was actually talking to one of my my good friends like last week and we were talking about how much he loves sleep and stuff like that and i'm like i hate it I hate sleeping. I, I truly hate sleeping. I don't know what it is, but I feel like I'm always missing out. And if uh. I'm sleeping, I don't have enough time to do the things I want to do and need to do. If I could be like The Rock, if The Rock, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson literally does what he says he does and like sleeps four hours a day and oh, functions wow. like a maniac, I, I would do that. I would do that if I could do that. Yeah, but you know what? Then you'd have to like look like the rock and be all have that <laughs> smile and everything. Oh, you don't gosh. want that. I'm so, you know, I'm so you know, into that. He's just a beautiful man. <laughs> I know. That yeah, guy, you wouldn't lo- you wouldn't want to look pretty now, would you? <laughs> oh like, gosh. Oh man. Yeah. Could you imagine that guy's, like that guy's if doing I something like right. the rock with this though, with the beard? Yeah. Yo. It's the only way the rock could look prettier. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. Like I yep. <laughs> Nailed yeah, it. I feel left out here, you guys. I got I didn't get the beard memo. What's yeah, that? sorry. Well, I mean, like you would have had you been here the hour earlier, but like ah, <laughs> I know, I know. We were talking about this in an episode a couple a couple episodes back. Is this is almost more since we're so far north at this point? This is almost more function than fashion. You know, hundred percent. It just keeps me alive. Mm-hmm. You know, because <laughs> up in Duluth eight months out of my year is up in Duluth guy. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Or... Guy. All right. So we went off track, which I fucking love, but we're going to get right back onto it real quick. Just because we want to be respectful of your time, Tom. Um, but with that, like, let's start, let's start from the beginning. Okay. Obviously the plain white tees fucking who, who doesn't know you guys, right? Who hasn't listened? I, who hasn't listened to Hey There Delilah? <laughs> I'm going to raise my hand here. Uh, after breaking up with a girl or like a long distance relationship, like who hasn't fucking done this kind of shit, right? But like you guys formed back in like 1997 in Chicago, Illinois. You recorded your first two records, Come On Over and Stop in 2000 and 2002. Holy. Yeah. Long we're time. We're getting, we're getting old. Do you, do you ever get nostalgic for those older al- albums? And what would you say are some of your favorite songs off those albums? Off those early albums, man, you yeah, know, it's man. funny. So I've been doing every week, uh, pretty much since the pandemic started since May of last of 2020, I was going to say last year, but no, it's been two years almost. Time is flying. Skip the year. Yeah. yeah, totally. It feels like that. Um, but every week, uh, unless we've been traveling uh, for shows or something, I've been doing a weekly Facebook Live concert called the Wednesday cool. Club every Wednesday. Uh, and I'm still doing it to this day, keeping it alive, keeping it going. Um, but I've been uh, I've been doing this this uh, set list on on Facebook Live where I put 10 songs up every week and then the fans vote for their top five songs. And that's what mm. I play on the set list. And, you know, after a few months of doing that, it's like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I got to start breaking out some of that old stuff. And yeah. I started doing just like, I think at this point I've played every single Play White Tees song that's ever been released at least once, most of them a few times. Um, so to answer your question, the point is as I've, I've had to go back to, those early albums come on over and stop um, and play all those songs and kind of re-listen to those. And, you know, kind of like, it, it's yeah. funny when you go back, um, you know, a lot of people uh, attach songs to like a time in their life, right? Like, yeah. you know, uh, especially as people get older, it's like songs will make them think about when they were in high school, like, Oh, that song, you know, takes me right back. Well, it's funny 
to be able to say that about your own songs because it's like like literally yeah. like when i'm like playing some of those come on over songs or even just listening to them to like remember how they go if i have to play them for the wednesday club it's like it instantly like takes me back to that time in my life when i was like you know 19 years old whatever i was like um just like writing like the first couple years of being in the band just like learning what the hell writing a song even means you know and then trying to put myself into the song and just like i don't know it's just it's it's really uh been a fun exercise to to do the wednesday club and to play all these old songs um but also so to answer your question um it's fun you know a lot of people like can cringe about their old stuff or they hate their old stuff or i don't know i feel like i it obviously it's i don't think it's like beethoven or something but like i go back and it's good stuff man yeah it's like it's it's still it's like man like like i said it just reminds me of who i was back then yeah and you know I like it's like a time capsule it's like yeah it's it's like a screenshot of what life was like then and all the memories that come along with it i mean hell i just reconnected with a friend of mine from a long time ago that helped me start my old band and we were talking just like dude i miss being able to just grab our shit (laughs) throw it in a vehicle and just go and then oh, like, yeah and then it wasn't even about like oh man i miss playing for all the people it was like dude i miss that taco joint like remember, <laughs> that, remember that time that we like just like we're like broke down in like kansas city and we just like <laughs> found like barbecue you know like totally. it, it becomes all oh, yeah. about that and the, there was like different moments you make and which is so funny because like when you're in it and correct me if i'm wrong because you've been in it even you like you're in it you know what i mean so for me, it's like even looking back and going, I never remember the shows. I remember the experiences. And then I also remember me like being there in that time going, these shows have to matter. These shows have mm-hmm. to get me to my next one. I'm just, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even remember that. Like, I yeah, just it's funny. I definitely remember like when you get on stage, it's almost like you like black out or something. It's oh, like, yeah. it's like something kind of, the adrenaline or whatever it is it's like you just turn it on for this moment and yeah the show obviously it's like some shows are better than worse and there's moments you remember <laughs> like you know whatever but like i yeah i remember like from those early days of touring and stuff it's like yeah i remember like sitting in the crowd like sitting back behind the merch table like talking to people and like taking pictures and trying to like convince people to buy our shitty cds and you know what i mean yeah. it's like like not that they're shitty but you know what i'm saying it's like back then oh, it's no. like nope, hey we're musicians us. we're self-deprecating we exactly. understand this exactly. <laughs> we go. so it's like yeah that was it's like i remember that like the hustle more yeah. than the actual show you know yeah. play, playing the songs that's the easy part that's what you you know you rehearse that you know you got that down and like i said it's like yeah they're definitely some memorable show you know shows that are more memorable than others and stuff but yeah Yeah. it's like like you were kind of saying it's like i remember like oh yeah those dudes in utah that would always let us crash at their place and they'd bring us to some taco you know beto's tacos or something like that and and you know and just meeting people that like i still talk to to this day on some of our first tours and stuff like you know yeah that's that's kind of where the magic is it's it's and even on the stop and the come on over album we were still like a local band we weren't even really touring back then what we did on stop but not come on over so i remember just the chicago scene and all of our friends bands and all of us hanging out and the the, you know the same 50 kids would come to every show wherever we played around the suburbs and you know just a lot of fun a lot of great memories Mm. man that's awesome i used to love playing in schaumburg that oh, Schomburg's like great. That was one yeah. of my favorite places. Nice. The good Chicago spot. <laughs> so, so oh, go ahead, Pat. You take oh, it. You take so it. I was going to hey. say, okay, so when being, you know, like as we're talking about that, you know, being self-deprecating and being really hard on yourself as being a musician, there's often a feeling of having to outdo the last song you released. So after the massive, massive success of Hey There, Delilah, did you feel that kind of pressure? Like, of having to write a new song that would be even better, more successful? Um, well, 
So one, two, three, four <clears throat> was actually the, the the next you know big single that we had. Yeah, which didn't quite hit that Delilah level, but it was still it was like mm. number five at radio. Oh, okay. um, hot, you a, know, a big song. It was a big song. Yeah, was, yeah, absolutely. like, <clears throat> and luckily that one was already written before Delilah hit radio and really blew up. So I didn't really have the crazy like pressure. <laughs> what, you know, what do it's I do like now. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like since since then, it's like those few songs. Like I don't know. I, I've never felt that pressure. Awesome. But it's always like, well, like it's always like, like I thought we have a song called Boomerang on Wonders mm -hmm. of the Younger, one of our albums that I thought was going to be huge. Like I love that song. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's like every once in a while you get a song where you're like, okay, holy shit, this one feels <laughs> like. It it's feels like Delilah did, or it feels like, and then like, you know, obviously it's, there's various degrees of success. I mean, you can argue that we have a song called should have gone to bed that did really well on like, like, what is it called? Like serious, you know, yeah, serious exam or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, and it got some a little bit of radio play around the country. And it was like, like most bands, any most bands that we've ever known, that would be huge for them. But to us, oh, it absolutely. was like, oh man, I thought that one would chart high or, you know what I mean? It's like the various degrees and levels of success. It's, it's almost like, man, it, it sucks to like even bother measuring like that. You know, it's like, man, I think this is a cool ass song mm -hmm. and I hope people connect with it or, you know, that's kind of the, yeah. the real thing. Like we've got a that's, song that's that back to basics mentality though. Exactly. Like that's, and we've talked about this on the podcast before too. It's just, back to basics like it, like musicians can be the most self-deprecating people i've ever met and so having that pressure of trying to outdo and uh trying to get the next chart topper especially nowadays in, in the music industry or the uh, or the culture maybe we'll, we'll call it where it's released a song on spotify you probably don't even have another song written you know everybody wants everything right away so you right okay, there it is there it is Right. So I mean, maybe that in that sense, the pressure to write another one is 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 greater. Um, but there's this idea that it's just like, oh, man, I don't even know how. Fuck, I don't even know how to like. Disc man, I'm losing it. I fucking don't even know how to like. I don't know what I don't know. What's I'm happening. fucking. It's, <laughs> it's, gone. It. it's gone. gone. It's gone. You're gone. Fuck. I was gonna say. <laughs> well, this like, is riveting. Now this is riveting. It's like, <laughs> now it's like it's 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 so much about social media or like yeah yeah how does i feel like songs are written now and not that this is i'm saying this is right or wrong or good or bad but like like we need something that's going to blow up on tiktok or yeah. we need mm -hmm. yeah. you know it's like so, stuff like that and it's like man that's just such a different world than where yeah. we come from right. when we oh, create yeah. mm -hmm. um not saying that you know it's like we won't have a song that blows up on tiktok but it's like sure like for us, it's like, yeah, I would rather write a song that connects to me that I think people will love, like, like the song, yeah, not yeah. for like the viralness of it, not for like mm -hmm. the, you know, mm -hmm. anything else other than like, damn, this is great. Yeah. Like, and I remember what I was trying to say. So okay, go for it. just so our <laughs> listeners aren't like, what the fuck? What happened? To <laughs> the idea of, of going back to basics where you're, you are your own worst critic and yet you're the only one who has to be happy in the end. You know what right. I mean? Like, like you're the one who has to wake up with yourself. You're the one who has to look at yourself in the mirror and you're the one who has to in, or should enjoy your music. <laughs> like, and I know that sounds dumb and people are like, you listen to your music? Well, fucking Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, and it's not just it, it, me. It's like, I agree. My Most buddy, my buddy <laughs> Alec and Victor and Phil are all on that album. I'm not listening to like my vocals. Like, I'm listening to <laughs> my band, that group of friends that we had. Like, that's what I'm listening to. So that I, the, the fact that you gave, like, go back to basics and, and try to outdo, I'll sit, put in quotes, yourself. <laughs> like, right. Outdoing the fact that I want, to be able to write a good song. And there's this whole saying, and you've probably heard it before, but write a song for a million or a, a million people. You might hit one, write a song for one and you'll hit a million, you know, I love just, that. that way to really look at you and say, Tom, I'm writing this song for you. And because I can make it so personal and so vulnerable, people connect to that. Mm -hmm. So even if it's like, I'm writing this song about me, man, 
Like, <laughs> fuck, like my shit right now, like I'm writing it for me. People are like, I fuck, I go through that. I go through yeah. that on a daily. So I just love hearing it from from someone that I've like looked up to. Someone I've like, I've man, I've I've listened to you. I've listened to you all the time. So like <laughs> awesome. hearing hearing that one of uh, the people that inspired me to do music, hearing them say, "I go back to basics and I just write a good ass song." That's, that's fucking stellar. It's yeah, so and I I love that, and you're absolutely right of, of that theory. It's like the second that I started putting more of myself into the lyrics or just being personal, mm -hmm. you know, adding those details that like in my head, I'm like, well, shit, I don't know if anybody's going to relate to this because it's so specific to what's going on with me right now. It's like the second you do that, the more then everybody does get it and everybody yeah. does connect because you yeah, if you're being vague or if you're being like, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, whatever. That's fun. Well, that, that's just, cool. It just goes to show. Yes. And it just goes to show that, and this is for our listeners out there too. It just goes to show that you are not alone. You, you're really never alone. When like most of the people that I know, myself included, Pat included, and I'm sure Tom miles, uh, miles ahead of us all included. When we write music, when we write songs and we put ourselves into it, it's because it's what we go through. And the fact that you guys can relate to it means you're not alone just that in and of itself let that be the reminder that you you're, you're not alone in anything i don't care if it's uh divorce uh friends suicide i don't care if you've lost somebody i don't care if you're going through mental mental health issues like you're not alone and to be vulnerable with the people that you care about uh is the most important thing you can do because they will lift you up it's it's just that simple you're not alone that's there you, there you go that's it absolutely <laughs> that's absolutely that's that and i don't know about you guys but for me whenever i've gone through things like you know tough like bouts of life music is like the one thing that's kind of always there for you and always mm -hmm. can pull you yeah. out of it and always like you can always find that song for like what you're feeling at that moment you know and it, mm -hmm. and it helps for sure well it's not like i uh had a high school girlfriend that I showed the one, two, three, four to. So it's not that bad. Ah, <laughs> nice. People have better stories around my songs than I do. And I love that, you know? Yeah. So you're also part of two other musical projects as well. TLB and Million Miler. Each project has a completely different sound and they're both fantastic. So oh, thank you. What they made are. you want to start doing each of these? Okay, yeah, so the quick rundown of both of those, those you know, projects. So TLB is like a straight up, like classic punk rock, like mm -hmm. the Ramones, Green Day. Absolutely. Um, you know, three chord bangers. Um, and then Million Miler is like a 80s synth pop, like take like, you know, take on me uh you know want to be starting something and jesse's girl throw them all together mix them up and put a little bit of a you know put it out in 2020 and that's yep. basically million miler um so the the quick version of how they started <laughs> tlb is a great uh great story actually my my friend darren one of my best friends who's actually the singer of tlb i'm, I'm the drummer of tlb which by the way started out my freshman year of high school drums are the first instrument that i actually picked up hmm. so before i ever played guitar or learned how to do anything musical uh drums that was my first my you, first instrument so the hardest one good job <laughs> i mean i don't know it was just kind of seemed the most fun i guess you know yeah, it, it does so, it definitely um, looks fun yeah so so it's fun for, with tlb to kind of go back to like again back to the basics right mm -hmm. back to my roots and play drums for that band. But I also do a lot of the writing with Darren sure. Singer. Um, and yeah, so so quick story is he went through, he was in another local band uh, in Chicago called The Scissors. And they were starting to like blow up. They were selling out shows. They were like, got this manager. They were like shopping record labels and stuff. And his girlfriend was in the band. They both like kind of played guitar and would trade off like lead vocals. It was a really cool and like nice. super punk. It was awesome. And so what happened was basically the manager 
ended up like his girlfriend ended up cheating on him with the manager of the band. It was really, it was like, like what I thought that shit happened in like movies. Yeah, in you know, movies. like that was like the, the, the craziest like blindsiding shit ever. And so the band broke up, you know, it was a big blowout and he basically started writing all these like, like kind of like fuck you breakup songs and he asked me um if i wanted to like help him like put them together and record them just as like almost like therapy like dude like you know going through this shit i you know just it would help to like get this off my chest you know and so we started doing it and it was just like so fun and it was like the songs were really good and it was like man like oh and actually our buddies were buddies with this band lucky boys confusion in oh, chicago yeah. i don't know if you guys know them but oh, yeah. yeah they're awesome they so stuby the singer actually heard that we were recording these songs and was like hey do you guys want to play a show want to open for us and so we were like hell yeah that sounds amazing so we literally just kind of decided to become a band and like take it seriously so that's that's the story of tlb and so every song um for anyone who hasn't heard tlb they're all like really fun. Like you think it's like, oh, woe is me, but it's not at all. It's like, it's like turning a bad situation into like the biggest party of your life. Like um, the song titles are like, uh, I've been doing fun shit without you. <laughs> totally fucked for you. Uh, <laughs> come, come get your shit. Uh, <laughs> Till death do us party. One of my favorites um bs i love you it's it's a lot of like really it's just really making like anybody that's ever gone through a breakup will like tlb will basically be your favorite band i feel like because it just <laughs> makes makes it so fun and just like you know i don't know that's tlb in a nutshell and then million miler kind of started because basically i mean i, I was a kid in the 80s and there was kind of an 80 with between stranger things and this um, there's this bar in, in Los Angeles called break room 86. That's literally my favorite, like favorite place to go out in the world. It's so it's like an, an eighties speakeasy. Like you walk in there and you got like Cindy Lauper blasting on like amazing loudspeakers, the bar, like the bar, like, like, hydraulics down and there's like a dance floor behind it and it's there's like an 80s cover band that plays it's the coolest band Sounds ever awesome. and it's it looks like you're in a john hughes movie there's a wall full of lockers <laughs> soda oh, machines that yeah. open up and are like hidden karaoke rooms it's the coolest bar and basically so i was just i would go there all the time and like just dove back into like this 80s 80s songs that we all love that we all kind of grew up with that are like you know in our permanent dna and um i started kind of trying to incorporate some of that in, into the plain white tees uh, our last album parallel universe kind of had some synth pop like some synth wave elements to it um and it was like you know what like I got to just do a project of this. Like, it was yeah. just like, I just w was having so much fun with it, but with plain white tees, it's like, but we still had to be plain white tees, you know? So we couldn't really take it all the way. So I decided to start million miler and really just, just take it, you know, all the way. yeah, just go for it. And, and I'm trying to, it's funny with million miler. I really do feel like it's like a, somehow it's a, it's an, it's the perfect blend of being super nostalgic for those times and again those movies that we love like the goonies and back to the future and all the john hughes movies pretty in pink and you know mm -hmm. breakfast club but it's also like it feels very current and very like honest and relevant to, to right now as well so i'm really like really proud of the stuff i've been doing with million miler i've got a full album out called millie because obviously that's my nickname million miler has got to be got to be millie you know uh, for right, sure. Sure. um but yeah i mean i really and i put out yeah i don't know is this are you guys doing yep it's is, video yep. it is video yeah i got the album right back yeah here. we got video and audio yeah check this out baby look at how beautiful the bonfire on the beach oh, got yeah. the freaking camaro yeah, or whatever that is and the little letterman's jacket yeah 
Oh yeah, boombox over here. And look at this guy. Hey, oh, look, yeah. oh yeah, look at that. Is, that. that is a sexy fuck. Oh, oh yeah. damn. Yeah. Wait, so who is that go. though? Who is that on the back? Uh, <laughs> it's uh, like, like hold me. up, hold up though. Like <laughs> with the right lighting, I you know if it's a little darker, I look much better. Get out of here. He's like, I'm much better in purple hues. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know um, though. Yeah. Same. Yeah, exactly. Y'all I mean, could use a little who, more purple. Who isn't? Who doesn't look better in a good yeah. purple hue? Yeah, <laughs> man, that's awesome. Like, I, and and it's hmm. Bear's a big fan of like that that new that like the eighty new eighty synth wave. Yeah, yeah oh, dude, he's, fuck he's, me he's up. Big, he's oh. been trying to get me to listen to so many new. Oh, bands yeah. and then like I brought nightly. I, I Laney, brought million miles floor. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. You did a million miler kicks ass. But I, like I'm saying, nightly, Laney, floor, valley, the band Camino, like. Just oh yeah oh dude have you heard the mid the midnight of course do you know them yes I saw them play just recently in Chicago and it was so good I, they're they're probably my favorite I think they do it the best with like great songs I don't know I mean all those that you you named are pretty great but the midnight for me is like oh they're and they're the, kind the of one of the bands really that, good that got me to kind of dive in as well yeah yeah but uh, but it's just awesome hearing that like they're there's so much more left in you and i think that's like <laughs> like really cool because like i mean i just got out of my band uh we we broke up we just we had some you know life life happens COVID happens and it oh, just yeah. like it leaves me and i don't know if any of our other listeners out there feel this way but like it, it left me kind of like empty and i'm like all right what what where's my direction going where's my where my face and like what what i want to do and i'm like studio i'm gonna dive fucking all in the studio shit, which, yeah. I, which I did, but it's like hearing that like there's still so much more left for you to just give and that there's no limit or age or window because everybody thinks that you have to get it done now and it has to be now and you only have four years left. You got to make it famous before you're 30 and I'm sitting here <laughs> like, well, then I'm screwed because I got like how many, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so that knowing that there's still so <laughs> a decade, <laughs> I, I fucking love you. But knowing that there's still so much more for you to give, and that you are giving it, and that you are doing it, and you're taking actual concrete steps, and you're making new bands like TLB and Million Miler, and just like putting out good shit, new music, and just I don't want to say staying relevant because that kind of puts like a business term on like emotions, but you're staying true to you, and I think that's well, you know fantastic. Let me interject with something because I think without even realizing it, you really nailed the entire point of any of this. And you're saying, you keep saying, I've got more to give. And I truly think that that is all that matters. If you look at it as from what can I get out of this? Like what good is it going to do me? to put out this album that, you know, 500 people are going to buy. Like, what good, what am I going to get out of it? I think that's where so many people that, that want to be a musician or want to be an artist or want to do something creative, that's where they're fucked up because that's like, it's the opposite of that. It's like, it's what backwards. can I give? Yep. What can I put into this world that is going to make people's lives better or make people smile or make people dance or make people feel love or make people feel connected. Like you were saying earlier, like giving so much left to give. That's such a, that is, like I said, I think you weren't even thinking about it when you were saying it, but it's, that is probably literally it sums it up 100%. It's all about giving and adding and just putting out into the world shit that is good or shit that you know whatever it doesn't have to be good even it's like i think it's good so that's all that matters yeah i'm gonna put it out there your art your passion your love you're giving it yeah giving is a is the most perfect beautiful way of 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 expressing it so 
Yeah, I, Barry, I, I, you're, you're a wise man. Well, there. it was all you know random it. happenstance. Uh, <laughs> hey, you ran into it and we found it. We found yeah. there it is. We found it. That's all that matters. Yeah. We we got here. That's mm-hmm. literally all that matters. And speaking of getting here, we got two more questions before we move on to our next segment. Let's talk about humans were here records. Okay. Yeah. So again, one of the things we want to do is like, yes, we get it. Come on, dude. You were in the plain white tees. Get over it. Um, <laughs> like, uh, like I have. <laughs> there it is. Oh, there, there it is. is. That's fucking there stellar. It is. I don't know if it's in focus, but yeah, I can close to the it. camera. Uh, you can see it. You're good. But Love yeah, it. like um, we get it. Like you were in, you know, the playing white tees. Uh, now you still, still am. Music, but still going. Still am. Still, still, oh, yeah. still am. Um, but let's t- switch gears because there's a mindset that we've talked again about this on the podcast before, where it's like the entire goal for a band, whether this is true or isn't true entire goal of band is get signed and then get on a label and then go tour and make it big or whatever. Um, so there's always this right side of the music industry about being in bands. You made the jump to the, let's call it the left side. You are now a part of both sides of, of the music industry. How does it differ in comparison to uh, you being in a band? And on top of that, how does that make you a little more careful with how you deal with bands, knowing what it's like to deal with the record label? Okay, so first of all, don't ever call me a business guy again. Because I hate <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I am the worst. I know I like I have my experience in the industry, but I feel like I don't like like that's why I try to surround myself with a good team for the label that understands the you know the the advertising and budgets and things like that marketing because for me literally i started the label uh i i don't i do not like the business side of it at all (laughs) the label is all about being able to just write produce discover develop like it's all about uh a way of finding artists and really just kind of like helping them grow helping them be creative helping them get to whatever that next level is as well as just put out it gives me a you know again this is million miler on humans we're here it's like gives me and just an easy outlet to get my music tlb all that stuff out um without having to go you know play the game and worry about finding someone else who likes my you know, wants to put it out and the budgets and all that bullshit. It's like, man, I'm a writer. I'm a producer. I'm an artist. I can do it all. And then just put it out myself and make my own shit. And it's like, like I said, let's help find, you know, friends and, and new talent that I can help. And it's just, so that, that is for me, the reasoning behind humans were here. And believe me, we're still working out the kinks and we're still, you know, learning every single day with, with yeah. things. Um, but at the heart of it, I believe if you make good enough art and you make good enough songs or whatever, that it's going to kind of find its way out there. And um, so that's what we're just really trying to do is provide a, a platform um, that can just amplify already talented people, uh, already creative people, just to tap into that and really help them just get to their potential creatively and along the way we're going to figure out how to you know make some business things happen so that the you know the snowball effect it it rolls into something massive that's that's the idea absolutely so what what are some of the things that you look for uh as let's as a label what are some of the things that you look for in bands that you want to work with yeah, honestly, we're, we're pretty small right now. There's only a handful of artists. Um, and literally, like, one of the bands on the list, I just basically, I just have to love it. I've got yeah. to either love the people, love, you know, the, the music, and honestly, kind of both, you know, in reality. Like, I've got to be able to really, like, consider the people, like, friends and feel like they're really... Uh, you know, serious about what they're doing and just good people at, at their heart, you know? 
and then also like do i believe in them do i believe that like they're they're super talented that they do have something to say that they are in it for the right reasons and will be able to connect on some level um so that's kind of it and yeah i'm trying not to just go out and just try to sign a bunch of bands it's more like yeah. let's awesome. develop these few artists that we have and get them to a point where you know they are on tour all the time they are you know go whatever whatever the measures of success you know great social media presence and you know blah 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 spotify numbers and all that all that shit means is just that people are noticing you know yeah. and the music is getting out there and reaching people that's that's the real goal I love that. um so yeah that's kind of it that's amazing so do you do you like it uh i i love the the like again i don't really care about the the business side like i hope someday it it you know can make some money or have some huge commercial success but i love it in the fact that i can basically just like i said develop artists that i love and help write and help produce and just you know, again, it's an extension almost of my love of music and my creativity yeah. that I can just kind of like share and just help build everybody else up, you know? Yeah. So it, love it's that. pretty much like what we we're just, what we we're talking about more. It's just another way that you can help give. Yeah. I mean, basically again, it's, it's, artists, yeah, it sounds so cheesy. It sounds so cheesy, but it's like, like I said, that's not like the, the 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 thought, but like when you break it down, like that's kind of the that's kind of it. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. All right. Last question before we move on to our next segment. If you could give our listeners one bit of advice that you know now that you wish you had known when you first started out, what would it be? I mean, so I just read this quote the other day from Banksy, one of my favorite artists, and yeah. he oh, it's great you know, and he's hilarious with everything, but it was like, it's easy. Oh, God damn. I don't want to mess it up. It was something like it's, it's easy to be a great artist. All you have to do is dedicate your entire life to it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's honestly, he's being funny, of course, in his Banksy way, but that is 100% the truth. Um, like our first manager we ever, we ever had back in the day that kind of discovered us as the Play White Tees, you know, he said, you know, you guys like just stick together and you're going to make it. I don't know if it's going to take one record. I don't know if it's going to take five records, but you're going to make it if you just stick together, you know? It's like, that's all you kind of have to do is just, you know, I know it sounds stupid. It's like the age old thing, like believe in yourself, never give up, you know, but honestly, like that shit is true, you know? So it's, it is true. I, and I agree with that, especially as, as long as you're willing to not only just put in the work, cause a lot of people are like, well, I, I, I never stop making music. I keep making music, but there's so much more to it than that. You, you have to learn, you have to, you have to grow. You have to like learn from mistakes. If this is something isn't working, maybe you have to try something else, but there's, and you have to say goodbye to your ego. Yeah. Like it does. I don't know how many times I've said this. It just, it doesn't matter if what, if it's what you wrote, if somebody else wrote it better to serve the (laughs) song, let it go it, yeah like it doesn't have to be your lyric dude like it if, if your drummer came up with a great lyric <laughs> let yours go if it fits the oh, song yeah. better just say goodbye to ego and because th- things get so much more fun when you do that like like it's just hey fuck it yeah that sounds sure. much, I love much, it. much, sounds much good. better yeah. like fuck yeah <laughs> surrounding yourself with people that you actually appreciate musically or you know that's that's a big part of it too find awesome. some cool people to work with and yeah well it sounds like you've done just that and one we're we, we're so excited for uh for all the stuff that uh, you got going on with uh tlb million miler uh hopefully uh, they don't have to spoil nothing here but hopefully more stuff from the plain white tees um and sooner then again the, sooner than later by the way <laughs> oh yes and then also oh, yeah. humans were here records because honestly that's 
what we're here to do. We're here to help you guys. And uh, we want to, we want to see that grow. We want to, we love, I personally love your back to basics mentality. It's fucking awesome. So with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with our next segment. Look, Frank, I'm well aware of the numbers. I'm just, hold, hold on a second. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought there, I thought there was supposed to be an ad right here. I mean, if you're looking to get your band or brand advertised, contact Caitlin Rose Communications. You can find her on Instagram at CaitlinRose.communications. I mean, because if this was your ad, you'd be promoted right now. And we're back with Tom Higginson on our next segment. First off, once again, Tom, thank you so much for being here. Dude, this is awesome. I'm, I know for a fact our listeners are enjoying the fuck out of you. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I'm, loving, I'm loving this. You guys oh, yeah. are hitting, 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 we're getting to the bottom of a lot of good things, yeah. I feel like. Hopefully. I like to, you know, get, you know, we like to get deep on some stuff. Yeah. And Bear is, Bears get, gets a really good, deep, inspirational voice sometimes. And it kind of <laughs> moves you. Yes. <laughs> I really like, just want to do like movie trailers or something. I just want to thank yeah. the Academy mostly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, slap. <laughs> yeah, don't slap anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So this is our obscure question segment. This is typically where we just, uh, ask whatever random questions have popped into our brain at that point in time. And uh, yeah. So we wrote these literally five minutes before you came on the, the yeah, meeting. So, you know, it makes it perfect. more fun because it does. it's more because random. it's in the moment. Yeah. So it's a good so, thing. I was late. Then it gave you guys <laughs> gave us some more, time. gave us some time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what is your biggest musical guilty pleasure or, or something that, you like you at least you feel is completely unexpected okay so i am not a guilty pleasure kind of guy i feel like all music you know can be good i'm not, I'm not ashamed i should say of anything right i would say one of the more strange things is i really think that hips don't lie is one of the greatest songs of all time oh baby when you talk um i love that song i think it's incredible uh yeah i'm gonna go with that just for the sake of so we can i i I feel like there's some good questions coming so yeah i've got no guilt in my pleasure pat i want to hear yours though well i i mean we've talked about so many times like i mean i'm a really big taylor swift fan yep that's true you know the beard just it really tricks people into thinking that i wouldn't be but i absolutely love Taylor Swift. My current guilty, right. my current guilty pleasure is Marty Robbins. I don't know who that is. I saddle up and away I did go, riding alone in the dark. With a big iron on his hip, a big iron on his hip. He's like a like really really old country. You've never that heard was, Big Iron? That was beautiful. No. Thank you. Oh my god, it's like it's like old country, like Hank Williams. Older than Willie Nelson, like Western, nice. like okay, strangers and oh, gunslingings, yeah. like like Marty Robbins. It sounded very familiar. But, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I couldn't, I I couldn't be after able to Texas Red. <laughs> just yeah, Marty Robbins. You've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption. Or <laughs> no, I've just been listening uh, to a lot of Marty Robbins. Okay. I don't like that game. Okay, next question: <laughs> If you could bring one band back either from the dead or like they disbanded, who would it be? Um, well, let's see. I mean, obviously the Beatles was my first, you know, first idea. Um, Cause that would be amazing. They're the best. You know, what's funny is I don't know, this is going to go completely. This is going to be like dead air for people, but there's a band from the nineties called the Lemonheads that I yeah. really love. And I, they, they actually came back. I just saw them at South by Southwest a few weeks ago. Oh. And they played the album It's a Shame About Ray in its entirety. And like when the Plain White Tees were first starting out, like in 1997, whenever we were saying, like the Lemonheads were one of my biggest influences. And then they like broke up before I got to see them like play live or anything. So to be able to go see them a few weeks ago 
playing that old album from Man. the time when I like just loved them and fell in love with like, I was like literally starting to write songs for Plain White Tees and stuff. It was like an amazing full circle moment. So I kind of got my, you know, I, I might've, if you asked me this question a few months ago, I might've said like, oh, the Lemonheads, that'd be really cool. And it, I, it my wish came true in a sense. So I really love cool. that Fantastic. answer. Like that's, that's awesome. such a great answer because you know, like the Beatles and stuff like that's a, you know, things like that. That's a, a pretty obvious choice. Right. You know, of course for Beatles. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. bear. What do you got? Oh, who would, who would I bring back? Well, is your question. Uh, well, okay. So like, I know matchbox 20 is still around, but like, they just need to start. They need to play more shows. Cause I need to see them. Like I have to see matchbox 20 before they call it quits. I ha I have to. That's your bucket list band. That's like my my bucket list band is Matchbox Twenty. It just Rob Thomas has the voice of an angel, and he has also the voice of a generation. So I don't even give a shit what anybody <laughs> thinks. <laughs> He's great. We love Rob. We we toured with Rob uh, on his solo stuff, and he's yeah, he's amazing. Oh man. That, we've we've actually talked about Rob Thomas that was, times a couple times. Month. I have uh, an issue, okay? <laughs> he does really enjoy Rob Thomas. It's pretty bad. I've been listening to Matchbox Twenty live from 2020, uh, 2012's iTunes Festival in London. So, oh wow, yeah, I, I just can't get enough. Uh, yeah, gonna, I mean, I'll Rob never, is a class act for sure. Incredible. Yes, he's just fucking cool. Everyone in Matchbox Twenty is cool. Okay, they're like, and they're like, it's getting they're, real. Uh, they're, they don't even try. That's why no. they're cool. I agree. They just show up looking like fucking rock stars because they know they're fucking rock stars and they're just cool. Like, hell yeah. I'll never be that cool. And that's okay. That's what's cool about you, though. You know? No. You know, you know. Nice stretch. That's a good try. <laughs> Too self-deprecating to make that slide. <laughs> All right. This one's for our TikTok followers because I'm sure that you guys want to actually know this question or the answer to this question. Tom, what is something from the early days of pop punk emo scene that that era that you personally would like to bring back? Ooh. Um Man, this is a tough one because I feel like everything's kind of coming back over the last few months, like mm. everybody's doing. When I first heard um, Good For You, Olivia Rodrigo, I was like, I was like, oh my God, like what, like in a bad way almost, like what is she doing? This is so, sounds so like pop punk, like, and then all of a sudden, like They're it just came that. back all of a sudden, <laughs> like, like yeah. it was like, oh my God. And now I freaking love that song. But my first reaction was like, it was almost like PTSD. It like took me back to like, <laughs> you know, 2004 or something on Warp Tour. I was like, what is this? Oh my God. Um, so yeah, it's just crazy that all this stuff is making a comeback. I mean, we're doing a freaking Emo's Not Dead to uh, cruise oh, on yeah. a cruise ship in November. So bad. Dude, it's going to be so fun, right? It's, yeah. it's like, it's amazing. So Matt I don't even think I have to pick anything because I think it's all kind of coming back. On it's, it's just going to come back in its time. History repeats yeah. itself. Yeah. yeah. So like the studded of, belts, the beanies, the lip piercings, the, the it's all coming I just back. I need to pierce my lip again and I'm ready to go. I'm yeah, wearing pretty, Dickies yeah. right yeah, now. Yeah, basically. Chain wallet with the union jack. Let's fucking get it. Yeah, maybe some, maybe those big plugs, you know, something. Those, those never Oh, there away. you go. <laughs> See? Never left. That's TikTok, they never like left. It's, it's still... It's all and hell. Synth wave eighties music is still coming back now. It's just exactly. Like, everything's gonna be, soon. The Beatles, have, the Beatles will be back. Okay. Yeah. Somebody, <laughs> well, they were back. apparently uh, over. You know, last year with that Apple uh, or whatever with the Disney <laughs> yeah. Plus documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like was HD. Wild. It was like, oh my god, I'm in the yeah. you know I'm in the studio with the Beatles, like a dream. I don't know. Yeah, that was wild. Anyway. Uh, well, it didn't, and because of that though, that that documentary didn't like didn't like some other music just start like charting again though i yes. think so well yeah not that the beatles ever went away but yeah definitely like yeah definitely probably, helps <laughs> it reached yeah. a new you know a new generation or whatever it's, it's really a new, cool, a new yeah. audience yeah yeah all right man we have made it to our very last segment but pat introduces this one so pat take it away so this is rapid fire questions you're not gonna think about anything. You're just gonna you're gonna speak from the heart and shoot from the hip. You know whatever just pops into your brain. You're gonna 
just go with it. Beautiful. Cool. That's so, what I usually do anyway. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I love it. All right. Pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? Um, yeah, I'm okay with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the right answer. All right. MTV or Fuse? MTV all day. Come on. All million day. miler. 80s. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. PlayStation or Xbox? Uh, NES. Is that an option? It, sh- it, it is it sh- now. It is now. Well, I would go Xbox be. if I had to. But, no. but NES. NES, or, or NES is it. You got this. You got it. This is a really important one now. Is a sweatshirt a sweater? No. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Two totally different things. A sweater is like knitted yeah. out of wool or you know cashmere or whatever the fuck you know a sweatshirt is like it's this it's like yeah it's yeah. cotton or some shit i'm wearing a sweatshirt right now yeah hoodie yeah whatever. hoodie exactly yeah we we made this question because i've been i hear too many people say like grab my sweater that's not a damn oh, sweater i hate you that need to knock those that people are off. idiots you need, to, you need to, to knock it off sit the fuck down you know what yes. I mean? come on get out of here <laughs> Tom DeLong or Matt Skiba? Ooh, uh, I would go. I mean, dude, Skiba being a Chicago, you know, Chicago pop punker. I mean, Skiba's got my heart from Alkaline Trio. Um, but for Blink, I mean, Tom DeLong. It's that he, he he was he's a legend. So legend. They're each in their legends. own right. Each in they're their both, own right. They're both exactly. legends. But yeah, like you don't want to. I, I do. I do. I, I say this every time. I would like to see Tom DeLong just belt out some Alkaline Trio. But but no, you, you it's Matt Skiba, Alkaline Trio, top tier. Yeah, yeah. Guitar Hero or Rock Band? Ooh, um, man, we were on the well, rock neither band were available tour. for the NES. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were on the Rock Band tour yep. with Panic at the Disco, so I'll yep. have to go Rock Band. I think it's in my contract. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's still valid. Is that? Yeah, valid? it's still that's a lifetime <laughs> that, contract. That's a, that's a lifetime NDA. Exactly. <laughs> so the last one: Newfound Glory or Simple Plan? Oh come on! This is not even a question. Simple Plan all day long. Woo! That's I'm not a big newfound glory guy and one of the guys in newfound glory like all like tried to get in a fight with me one time in a weird it was like a very random oh. I won't get into it but they're totally cool but simple plan is like some of our best friends and yeah. truly love a lot of their I'm just a kid I think is one of the best fucking pop punk songs of all time yeah. So I, it's just nice to win one, Pat. It's just no, nice to win here's one. The thing, and this is what I like to, I, I need to stress this every single time. This is not like one band is banned because they're both legends. They're both in right. right no, I will. Newfound Glory, not necessarily, not necessarily my favorite, but fuck yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, they're still right? good. Yeah, they're still exactly. a great band. Preferences. Exactly. I'm, Did you guys... Newfound, Newfound Glory is like my like does I I love them so much, mm-hmm. but it, but Simple Plan is incredible, mm-hmm. and their new music that they're coming out with they is just incredible. released like four songs today. It was wow, really? Oh today? my god! It was either today or yesterday. But I pop- just love that they're oh. like releasing shit that sounds like. 2005 simple plan but but with today's production yeah yeah like it takes everything that we have good about today's technology and just goes nah we're still this band and then like fucking just rips it oh yeah it's still so good the things i love i just the things i love about like pop punk is that especially is that we just don't give up just keep just keep (laughs) making music keep putting it out you know some 41's been doing it New oh, yeah. Glory has never stopped. The plain, I think the plain white tees are still going. Like yeah, that I heard plain white tees are still. It seems uh, to be our going. our our you know theme of of the of the night here. Just the back to basics. Keep just going. never give up. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. You have more to give. Exactly. 
All like right, it. man, you did it. You made it through the podcast. Congratulations. There's no award or nothing. We thought about doing cookies a while ago, but that didn't work out very well. No, achievement has been unlocked. It, it, yeah, yes, just like a little Xbox exactly. banner or something. So the love, the love is all I need. Thank you guys, man. This is awesome. Dude. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much for you. being here, man. It's been, Dude. been a great so, time. And before you go, plug your bands, plural, uh, plug your brand, like your plug your record label. What is what's the future look like for Tom? Yeah. So uh, literally, I mean, that's everything I do. I, 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 the only social media I'm really on is Instagram. I know we've got like, you know, some of the label people talking about, you got to get on TikTok and everything, which is great. And I probably will. I'll bite the bullet. We'll figure out some cool TikTok angle, but for right now, we could do like a live together too. We do lives and stuff all the time. No kidding. All right. Well, there you go. That makes you can, you guys can like, you know let me in e- ease me into it right we got um, your back we got your back but yeah so the instagram my personal instagram is higgy pop h-i-g-g-y-p-o-p mm-hmm. so pretty much from there you can find everybody else million miler tlb the record label humans were here um i just started painting so i've got like a like i said i've got a little like art instagram um, i haven't even really so you should make an etsy shop because uh, my walls are getting a little bare you know what i mean oh yeah. dude Bear Let's like your it. name or like bear uh oh my god. <laughs> I like how you like it like you look down though and it was like looking at your name right there. I was like, Yeah, I'm oh, like man. bear. Is he mean uh is he making a joke? No. Um yeah, <laughs> by the way, this is the singer of TLB's art. He's a painter as well. Little is that, Brad, is that once upon a time in Hollywood? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's so good. That is yeah. sick. Does he have any more? Dude, he is. If you go to his website, I'm plugging him now. DarrenVarell.com. We're gonna. He's gonna be on too. Yeah, he is. Oh, that's right. So he'll. Yeah, ask him. Bring bring up the art. I'm sure he'll bring it up on his own because he's like (laughs) killing it with that stuff. He's so good. Dude, it's awesome. Um. So yeah, but yeah. So that's it. Find me, Instagram, all that stuff, and I've got much more to give. As as you guys have have made me realize and. I like it. i said that's yeah. the best way the best way to say it and wrap it up so all right well there it is guys thank, thank you, you guys. for tuning in to another thank episode you, of where did all my friends go a podcast about life in the music industry and today we are our guest tom higginson again thank you tom for being here and we will catch you guys next week <laughs>